Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. This is the very definition of a high crime and misdemeanor. And it is very frustrating to me to hear even Republicans like Will Hurd, I think, are somewhat more fair-minded than the Jim Jordans or Devin Nunes of the world. Even Will Hurd saying this is improper but not impeachable. Well, to Congressman Hurd, I would say, if this is not impeachable, what is impeachable? This is the most impeachable conduct I think we have ever seen from a president of the United States. Here's the issue. That's Max Booth there. Good dude. Author columnist here's the issue explain to the country what high crimes and misdemeanor rises to and then explain to the country that this is not political this is what's right because that's what you have to do you have to explain it to people that this is what this is this is this is the right thing to do because It's about the Constitution and that this has no political that, 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 that none of this has ever been political. None of it. That's a tough sell. That is absolutely a tough, 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 tough sell. They cannot vote to support impeachment. I think it'll mean a failure by the GOP to put the country above their party. Uh, and it will have very long term consequences uh, if that's where we end up. Uh, and if not today, uh, I think Republican members in the future to their children and their grandchildren will have to explain why they did nothing in the face of this deeply unethical man who did such damage to the country. First of all, I look at the country right now and I'm going to tell you guys this. One man is not going to destroy the country. It takes two to fight, and the Democrats act like they haven't fought. I'm not a huge fan of Trump. I like some of his actions, most of his attitude I could care less about, but he does make me laugh at times. But at the end of the day, he was voted in. You want to cancel 62 million people's votes, many of which still support him, no matter what anybody says. There's still a large swath of people in the United States to support him. You have made this very political. You've insulted the people that you need on your side along the way. And then you say something like this, Adam Schiff. If Barack Obama had done this, they would have voted to impeach him in a heartbeat with a fraction of the evidence. It shouldn't matter this is a Republican president. I hope to hell, Jake, if this had been a Democratic president, I would be among those leading the way and saying we need to seriously consider impeaching this president. You would hope that you would do something like that. But the reality is, is we know you and that's probably not the way it's going to go. Party will always win out before people. They want to keep themselves in a situation where they hold all the cards when it comes to being reelected. And if that means you have to go against your beliefs because you're more worried about losing your job and your fiefdom that you're building, then you'll do that. It's sad but true. Very few people will hold on to, to, to their standards and their, their inner beliefs and morals against something that no will, that will cost them, right? There's a reason that people don't take on in politics really big things because they call it political suicide. Like, if you take on an entitlement, you're going to pay for it eventually, right? You come hard for that entitlement, you will pay for it eventually. There's a reason for that. And this is the same thing. 
They're more concerned about themselves. They're more concerned about keeping their fiefdom. And that means keeping their base happy, which in many cases is the same base that voted Trump in. So now what? Same old same. That's what it is. It's the same old same. Nothing is going to change at this moment in time unless there's something that pops up. Now, they subpoenaed Rudy Giuliani today. Don McGahn, the White House counsel, has been told by, uh, uh, you know, the a federal judge, look, he's not king. You're going to have to uh, comply with these subpoenas and talk to, you know, the committees. So could there be other things? Absolutely. But at this moment in time, what you see is what you get. And that frustrates a lot of people. That I understand. But that is the reality. With all of that going on. Over the weekend, I start getting flashes on my phone, right? News, breaking flash, breaking flash. What is this? What is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This can't be. Luckily, she's fine, but still. Anytime a justice is taken to the hospital, it is cause for concern. This is what we know so far. On Friday night, after she was here at the court participating in conference, uh, Justice Ginsburg was at home. She wasn't feeling well. They said uh, the court said she came down with a fever and chills. She went to a nearby hospital here in Washington where doctors initially evaluated her and then decided, based on her symptoms, that she should actually head up to Baltimore to Johns Hopkins Hospital. Luckily, she's been released. She's doing well. She is suffering from pancreatic cancer. This is not her first bout of cancer or health problems. She's had uh, several of them. And she's 86. And the liberals are worried because, could you imagine this for just a second? All right, I want you guys to picture this. So we have an impeachment hearing that is going on that is eventually uh, an inquiry going on, which is eventually going to become a vote. They have four articles of impeachment they're preparing. It'll go to judicial. Then eventually they'll vote on it probably into uh, this month, mo- most likely mid-December. Then we will be set up for a trial in the Senate. And then if something was to happen to her, after all that's happened, remember, it would be an election year. And according to Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden way back in the day, we don't pick Supreme Court justices on election year. We'll let the new person do it. But see if Mitch will play the game. I know he will because he's there to you know, do his thing. And he'll come up and say, well, that was when there were two people vying to be president who were incoming people. Trump is president and he is the, inc- the incumbent instead of incoming. So, yes, he would have the right to do that. It, 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 the, the battle that would come with that could be massive and i don't know if we're ready for that as a country (laughs) two battles like that that would be crazy 323-538-2423 at chad benson show is your twitter you could tweet at us and with all of that going on today you had conan the amazing dog right he was at the white house conan came over from the middle east just arrived with some of the great people from the special forces that did the Incredible. It was a flawless attack. Flawless attack. He was there. He got himself uh, uh, some sort of certificate and a medal. And then you had the usual stuff that I find to be just so bizarre, which is the pardoning of the turkeys. And this is the guy who raised said turkeys. If you're a turkey grower, this is about like you people in the media winning a Peabody or a Pulitzer Prize. You know, this is about the top and it's about as good as it gets. And I kidded with my wife, you know, I said, we're going to get to grow the presidential flock, but don't expect a whole lot after that. That's pretty much it. Everything here is going to be down here from here on. It was funny. Good guy. But this year it is uh, bread and butter, I think is the name of the last year was peas and corn. 
So, so there we go. They pardoned the turkeys. The dogs were there. It was craziness. And Trump signed the Dog, dog Cruelty Act. We're going to have uh, Congressman Swikert on tomorrow because I know that's something he's been working on. So we're going to have him talk about that because I think that's something that got done that needed that that that's a there's a bipartisan thing that they can at least all agree on. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from every single one of you. Hope you had a good weekend. I did this weekend. Of course, is well, we got Thanksgiving right Thursday. A lot of short weeks. I'm going to be off Wednesday through uh, Sunday, which would be great. I need it. And refreshments of, of, of life is what I need. Relaxation. I have a special water I drink, right, because I don't drink at all. And I just want to sit around and not talk about politics and just look at the TV and just go, I'm watching football. I'm hitting golf balls because I think we need that. And I know a lot of people are going to be freaking out because you're going to be doing the holiday stuff. And I will tell you right now, as you're doing holiday stuff, don't fight with family. It's no need. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, feel free to tweet at me. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. 92.3 FM. 1% of people who go out on cruise ships are lost at sea. I'm sorry, Wilson. Just saying. Wilson, I'm sorry. We haven't lost anyone. Wilson! Yet. Yes. Now, the German newspaper Bild is reporting that a power supply was cut off at around 5 a.m. local time. What we understand from the police is, in actual fact, the alarm was sounded at 4.59 a.m. and that police and security guards were on the scene in a matter of minutes. We understand that the robbers, two robbers, entered the building through a small window into the museum. Some reports describe the thieves as, quote, strikingly small. Oh, what did they take? So if you know anything about where this, there, this is the Green Vault, the Grunskravold in Dresden. Probably said it wrong. It's the Green Vault. It's one of the oldest, and many people say the oldest museum in Europe. They have a lot of art, but also they have something that for many is extremely priceless, which is jewelry, diamonds, rubies, sapphires, and that matters when you're stealing stuff. Early Monday morning, two thieves broke into Dresden's Green Vault, one of the oldest museums in the world. They entered through a window, smashed a display case, and made off with three sets of diamond jewelry. And although police have not yet put a figure on it, German media speculate they may be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The thieves are currently on the run, but have been captured on video footage. Yeah, and here's the thing. You steal the Mona Lisa... Right. You steal something that is these priceless works of art. You can't. Nobody wants to touch you. Right. Nobody does. Nobody wants to touch you. They were. I don't want any part of what you've got. Don't get that near me. That's just bad news. They're going to. You cannot. There's just no way. With these. You can tear them apart. And sell them off inch by inch by inch by inch. Now, German police say detectives are on the scene and investigating, though they haven't yet said exactly what the value was of what was stolen or indeed what was damaged. However, they have said that the thieves managed to get away with three diamond jewelry sets. Now, each set is composed of a number of different artifacts, things like necklaces and bracelets. And of course, the fear would be that those constituent parts could be broken down and sold off individually. 
That's what they're probably going to do. How much? Well, according to Bild, the newspaper over there, a uh, billion euros. A billion euros. One billion euros. Untraceable. That's it. Diamonds untraceable. This is like Ocean's Eleven stuff. Like they walked by all the fine art. And they knew exactly what they were doing. And maybe in some weird way, the biggest diamond they had happens to be at the New York Museum of, of Art right now. So it's on loan. But you, there, there's just no way. I mean, you could tear these things apart and you could sell them the amount of money that you can get. And it's untraceable. So somebody walks in and they've got several, you know, giant pieces of, 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 you know, of sapphires and diamonds and you're looking at them. They can't tell where you got them and chances are nobody's going to care. And you're not selling them for $100 million or $205 million. These people are going to sell them for enough cash to probably go away and hide. And you can do that quickly. Remember Epstein, right? When they were looking for Epstein, what did they what did they find in his apartment? He had tons of diamonds, like $20 million in diamonds or some ridiculous amount like that, and he had a bunch of cash, but diamonds are untraceable, and there's the problem. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at us. This is sad but hilarious. Imagine getting dumped by Sugar Ray's Mark McGath. It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray. This cameo was booked by Cheyenne. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done. But she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. But she's having difficulty staying in this long distance relationship. She's so another. Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Brayden, that it's very, very tough for her. She still cares about you a lot and she still wants to be friends with you. Boo! 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 So Mark McGrath, he's dumping this guy on Cameo. We're trying to figure out today who we want off Cameo for our Christmas fun time that we're going to post. Because it would be better coming from, from somebody cool. But somebody cool bad, right? Like somebody's like, that guy makes me laugh. Or she's really funny. Right, like we were looking today, like producer Phil wants Lisa Loeb. We're like, oh my god, Lisa Loeb. They've got some, you know, some other people. You're like, really? You're like hard up for cash, right? But Mark McGrath's a hundred bucks, right? So you can get him to dump your boyfriend or girlfriend or say whatever. Happy birthday, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, whatever it is. Good luck on your thesis coming up. Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne, when he's doing his thesis, but I understand. Life goes on, and um, you know I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know she wants you to be friends, and she knows that um, you're a fan of the band Sugar Ray, which I'm honored. I wish I was delivering you good news. Don't. First of all, Braden, I've got some issues with the whole Sugar Ray thing. Like, couldn't it at least be Smash Mouth? Secondly, I'm kidding. Mark. But secondly, dude, don't be friends with her. Let's just let it go. Let it go. Just don't. Your best bet is to send a hundred bucks to him, have him do a video for you dating wise and get back out there, right? Get right back out there. You fall off that horse, you get back out there. You don't take no for an answer. Go on, Braden. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show Twitter. Rudy Giuliani. Trump's got an issue with him. We'll talk about that. Plus, a little bit busier on the Democratic side of these primaries. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Chad Benson loves lemonade. No wonder his show is two parts tart to one part sweet. Time for a refill. Cheers. Mike Bloomberg started as a middle-class kid who had to work his way through college when New York suffered the terrible tragedy of 9-11. He took charge, becoming a three-term mayor who brought a city back from the ashes. But when he witnessed the terrible toll of gun violence, he put his money where his heart is, helping to create a movement to take on the NRA and stood up to the coal lobby and the outright denial of this administration to protect the only home we have from the growing menace of climate change. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Like, this is it. Like, Bloomberg is in. Over the weekend, I got a bunch of... I, so I, I went out and I, you know, tweeted it as you do. Hey, Bloomberg's in. And like people are sending you stuff saying, hey, uh, guess what? Uh, we don't need another rich person telling poor people how to live. And I'm thinking, ah, I don't know uh, if they're telling you how to live, but maybe some poor people can take some suggestions. <laughs> it's not very nice, Chad. He's in because, quite frankly... He looks around and he's like, mm, I, uh, I, I can take these people. I can take them. I got money. Yeah, th- I know some people don't like that. You know, Bernie, he's not a fan of the fact that, that, that you know, that he has got money. But the reality is, is he's got money. That's the truth. We do not believe that billionaires have the right to buy elections. No, I don't think so. But in saying that, I've got zero problems with him getting into it. He's looking at the opportunity here because he feels there's a need. He feels there's a need, and he thinks he can fill that need. I think he thought, this is just me speaking here, Chad Benson, the Chad Benson Show. If he believed that Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg really had a chance, I think he would have stayed out. But two things are into this. I don't think he thinks any one of them can win. And the second thing is he's a human being and a human being that's a billionaire that has taken himself from nothing to something. And guess what he has? He has an ego. And he's feeling like I can fill this void. I can do this. I, Mike Bloomberg, can do this. I can do this. That's what he thinks. Because why? Because he's a human being, but he's also a billionaire. He is. I decided to run because I think it's time for a change to the top in the White House. Donald Trump's not been a good president. We need to change that. And also, this country is being pulled apart. We need to pull it together and make sure that we help everybody across the country share in the great American dream. Yeah. And this is the one thing about Bloomberg. He was once a Republican. He's got some wacky ideas about, you know, he's taken on the NRA. He's got some ideas and some the stop and frisk is going to be an issue for him. Uh, how much? I don't know. Uh, and have you ever noticed, like, people in New York, like, whoever is the mayor or used to be the mayor, they don't like that person, right? <laughs> like, they don't like that. Like, you used to be the mayor. We voted you in. But now that you're running for president, we don't like you. So I'll let you know that. He's oh, he's ruined this. He's ruined that. Uh, he's got some name recognition, uh, but he used to be a Republican, and he is still has some Republican ideas, but he's a Democrat now, 
And I think one of the reasons I'm going to go out there and say I think one of the reasons he became a Democrat is, yes, he's he's not a fan of, of the way that the Republican Party's gone. But I also think he wanted to be mayor of New York and he realized uh, no Republicans should become mayor of New York. So I better figure this out. Chad, do you really think that's true? Yeah, I do. Again, ego. Ego is massive. It really, really is. Some of the other things is, uh, that he was talking about is the fact that as he does this, he's going to focus more on Super Tuesday states and less on the other early states in this because Super Tuesday is going to be so huge. I believe my unique set of experiences in business, government, and philanthropy will enable me to both win and to lead. It's possible, right? I, I, somebody asked me today, do you think he can win? I said, I, I think he can. I think anybody can win. I mean, look, we have Trump as president. And do I think he's, I think he's got the money. I think he has the know-how. I think he's got a bit of a name recognition. And I think if given the opportunity and we were going to play a game for real, of let the chips fall where they may, put them all on stage and see who comes up with the best ideas and we'll choose the person with the best ideas. I think he's got as good a chance as anybody of getting through there. The difference is I think that it's kind of stacked against him in the Democratic Party because I do believe and I feel that they are pushing and pushing Elizabeth Warren is who they really, really want. But the Bloomberg thing, this weekend, Saturday Night Live took on the Bloomberg thing. Uh, Fred Armisen uh, played him in the debates. He just wandered on stage. Does this mean you're officially running for president? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I'd be hard to be. I'd love to see those Trump supporters come up with a conspiracy theory about a Jewish billionaire with his own media company. <laughs> Good luck making that stick. <laughs> and every t- So every time they would show him, right? So he would come up, right? So he'd come up and he had first he had a, 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 like a, a big gulp. And then the second time, he had another big gulp because, as you guys know, the whole big gulp thing is one of those things where he tried to get it so sugary drinks, you know, big tax, and you can only get so so many sugary drinks. So it's very interesting, very funny. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from your Chad Benson Show. KTR News. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Disney's Frozen 2 not only opened in first, the sequel set a November record for an animated film debut, $127 million. That's also the fifth highest November opening of any film. Hello, neighbor. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers, bowed in third with an estimated $13.5 million. Denied a second place finish by last week's number one, Ford versus Ferrari, which earned around $16 million. Yeah, that's, uh, but the whole thing about, I, I was talking this, uh, uh, this weekend about Mr. Rogers. That movie, first we know we're saying that Gen X, Baby Boomers, we get that. But that's the kind of movie that has staying power. That you look up in eight weeks and it's still in the top three. You know what I mean? It's like top two or three. Always kind of just hanging out there, you know, maybe down to five, but doing eight, ten, twelve, fifteen. Next thing you know, you look up and it's like, wow, it did a hundred million dollars. Like, what? That's crazy. That's crazy, but I think uh, I think it'll do all right. I do. I do. I will probably go see that. I say that, but I don't know. But I pro- I will see it. It's just will I see it the way I normally see it. 
when she's in the movie theater. Because then I'm like, oh, I'm going to see it when it comes out. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to see it when it comes out. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. But I will see it. I do want to see it. I liked Mr. Rogers as a kid. I was more as an electric company kind of guy. Remember electric company? I love the electric company. It was awesome. Electric company was, it was a little bit hipper than Sesame Street. It was the electric company. It's like, oh, yeah, you're watching that? Wow. More electric company. You know how it is. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I love hearing from you. Okay, this is hilarious. Imagine this. A power lifter. Somebody breaks into said power lifter's house. Oh, which way do you think this story's going to go for the person breaking into said person's house? A crowd gathered around 82-year-old Willie Murphy at the Maplewood YMCA today. All of them captivated as Murphy shares the story of what she experienced Thursday night. A man knocked on the door to her home. He was outside saying, please call an ambulance because I'm sick, I'm sick. Murphy said she called police but didn't let the man inside. Suddenly, I hear a loud noise and I'm saying to myself, what the heck is that? The young man is in my home. Broke the door. Broke the door. Here's the thing. Again, you hear it now. Oh, she's a powerlifter, so she's a woman. All right, so hey, yeah, she's she's a powerlifter, she's a woman. So, so yeah, it's no big deal. Though still, a guy came in, right? I'm alone and I'm old, but guess what? I'm tough. He's an award-winning weightlifter who just won a competition earlier this year. She grabbed a nearby table. I took that table and I went to working on him. And guess what? The table broke. The man fell to the floor. When he's down, I'm jumping on him. Ah. Uh, uh. When officers arrived Whoa. minutes later, it wasn't Murphy who needed medical attention. He's laying down already because I had really did a number on that man. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, she's 82. She's kind of jacked for 82, man. She's kind of yoked, right? She's got it going, what's up, I'm yoked. She doesn't sound like that, though. You can hear what she sound like. But she went to, I love how she went to town. Yeah, I went to working on him. You know, you don't mess with me. I went to working on him. The suspect, who police say was intoxicated, was taken to the hospital. Murphy is not pressing charges. Today, she's cheered on by her friends at the gym. She is the wrong person to mess with. I probably weigh close to twice as much as her. I wouldn't want to tango with her. Don't mess with Willie. (laughs) Nah, don't mess with Willie. 82. I like the fact that she's not pressing charges. Guy was probably drunk. Absolutely ignorant and stupid, broke into her house, who knows what, she whooped up on him, lesson learned, you hope. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, feel free to tweet at me, love hearing from all of you. I do, I do, I do, this story is, well, it's interesting to say the least, it's about a pizza call, but that wasn't really what it was. It's a 911 call this dispatcher will never forget. 911. I would like to order a pizza. You called 911 to order a pizza? Uh, yeah. This is the wrong number to call for a pizza. But the caller wasn't really calling for a pizza. No, 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 you're not. I'm getting you now. It took just a moment for dispatcher Tim Tenike to realize this Ohio woman was making a secret plea in code. Yeah, secret plea in code. How smart was that? Like, snap judgment, right? Just like, hey, we got something going on here. Uh, I got to make it look as cool and casual as possible. And that's exactly what I'm going to do without bringing any suspicion on to what is going on here. Because that could make the situation worse. What apartment? Is the other guy still there? Yeah. I need a large pizza. All right. How about medical? You need medical? 
No, with pepperoni. All right, we'll get them going. Thank you. How did you know that this woman was speaking in code? She didn't go away from the story that she wanted a pizza. She stuck right to it. I knew there was something else going on. The dispatcher alerted police. Domestic violence, turn your sirens off before you get there. Caller ordered a pizza and agreed with everything I said that there's domestic violence going on. Yep. That is spot-on smart thing to do. Here's the interesting part of it when it comes to who was ordering said pizza and why. Police arrived. They found the 911 caller was a young woman who says she called 911 because her mother was being assaulted by a boyfriend. Tiffany Urban is the quick-thinking daughter who cooked up the secret pizza code. I was thinking to myself, okay, I need to call 911, but how do I get him to stay in the house so he will be taken out in handcuffs. And I just thought, pizza. Were you worried at first that the dispatcher wouldn't know what you were trying to do? I was worried. When I said, no, 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 like, I was like, don't hang up on me. Yeah, and he didn't. And he didn't. By the way, they came and arrested the guy. Wow. Taking a look at his mugshot, exactly what you think. Just looks like an awful, horrible human being who has made a lot of poor choices in life. And the fact that uh, she did that, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty awesome. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.